Episode 29, Ryan did indeed ruin the intro once again. That's I think, it's, I think it's three in a row. I don't know. It's not, even, it's not even worth it anymore. Uh, we have a guest today once again. We are joined by Charles Spaz Miller. Yo. How are you doing? Not too bad. How Thanks are you, for coming down. I'm doing swell. I mean, I've had better days. I've had worse days. Yeah. But today is kind of in the happy medium. We'll yeah. call it. We'll call it so so well I when mean, in doubt you're not on fire so <laughs> yeah right no, i mean generally generally you have a worst day and a best day and then everything else is <laughs> not your worst day or your best exactly day, so Th- we're somewhere a- in the a- middle par yeah par is good you know i i, I usually don't even do that i usually bogey <laughs> i never even birdie really <laughs> ryan what, you look like you're staring at something just like i'm just watching that magazine oh I, i'm wondering it's a best day you um, don't watch magazines you read them ryan I, I just I can't wait to get to the point where we're talking about what you're driving here because you're driving your most reliable car, which is actually the least reliable car you know of what? all cars. Let's uh, let's, 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 let's do this preface. first. Actually, let's, actually, preface. let's not even talk about wrong. beer yet. It is, yeah. it is my least reliable vehicle. But it's the one that's running. It is the one that's running. I mean, the other one runs. It's just it, it misses a gear. So perpetually, so you should explain to the audience what your uh, stable looks like at all your right. house. Okay, so my stable. I have three vehicles currently. I know I'm. I, I pale in in the presence of. Just people don't even like worry yeah, about it. It's, I'm, it's fine. Well, I'm what you call an outlier. <laughs> Gray area. Really, no. Yeah. <laughs> so I have my daily driver and tow vehicle is a uh, 2007 Volkswagen Touareg V10 TDI. Yes. That's it's it's what oh, Ryan God. seems to think is my most reliable vehicle. I don't know if I believe him. It's not um, the most reliable vehicle of all time. No, it's, no, it's actually absolutely the not. least. Yes. Um, yes. No, no, no. That's a four two done, Touareg. No, no. This I, 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 I'm actually tempted to agree with Eric. The the um, four twos are pretty terrible, but I mean the V10s that, are fine. They have, they're a lot more complicated. Do those uh, have your turbos gone out yet? Um. In my ownership or in previous ownerships? At all, yeah. In um, previous I'm ownership. The, I'm the seventh owner. Um, it's oh, my had... God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have, to, you, you, have to, you have to consider with these that at the price point they are. It's and the almost fact that one per year. The fact that uh, they have <laughs> you know, they have their reputation, wow. they have for reliability. Keep in mind, 2007, they'd been on the market for the original uh, iterations on the market to be. Try not to boop the microphone. Yeah, I'm trying not to boop the microphone. Let's just raise this up a little bit for you here. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, it's a little better. I'm, I'm really animated when I talk, so my hands go. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> this would be one of the ones you'd want to watch as a video version, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, because my hands just flail around. There's no uh, rhyme or reason. To so it. you're the seventh so, owner of this vehicle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it, it's passed through many, many hands. Yeah. I, I have. Has it been repossessed at all? Has it <laughs> not. <laughs> Tucker not that I'm aware it. of. I didn't. See that. Yeah. <laughs> I talked Eric, <laughs> um, but not that I'm aware of. I didn't see anything like that on the uh, the history for the vehicle. But uh, the um, the big reason that they pass through so many ownerships is the reliability and the cost of repairs on <laughs> yeah. them. Um, and it's it, it's not that they break all the time. It's that when they do break, it's generally very expensive. Service position is a min min. Let me try to talk today. Minimum twenty hour job because Volkswagen has a special bench that they designed specifically to service this vehicle where you drop the entire yeah, the entire, front subframe. Yeah, it's, so it's the like engine, they, they confuse the transmission, themselves. the front diff, all of that is dropped just to work on the majority of the engine. Yeah, they, so, they confused their truck with a Ferrari. 
Yes, yes, they basically <laughs> did. Yo, dog, um, we heard you liked Ferraris. So here's a pickup, or here's a SUV. Pickup. <laughs> <laughs> right. So have you had, have you had any failure? Has it had any failure with like the uh, hydro the pneumatic suspension? Uh, yes, actually. Does I it did. still have the airbags? Yes, it does. Fuck um, off. I I actually replaced the front right bag uh, a couple weeks back. Um, it that side since I bought the vehicle has always kind of after the vehicle's been sitting for a while, kind of sagged a little bit. So I had my suspicion that something was going on there. Well. Finally, no it just decided it was going to sit on the bump stop, and so when I tore it apart, I found that where the top hat meets the bag, there is an O-ring seal there, and that O-ring had corrosion that had passed beyond it. So I cleaned up the top hat, put a new bag in, and that's good to go. Oh, wow. That's shocking. I'm surprised that it didn't need like a pump or something. Well, it did need the pump, too, but... So in all reality, it really needed about $1,600 worth of stuff to get roadworthy again. Yeah, and I, 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 I basically <laughs> threw Rock Auto and Amazon. Um, those Heck aren't yeah. product placements. Um, God. Yeah, but they may as well be. <laughs> they may as well be. I buy so wrong. much shit through those companies. But uh, I, I ended up getting uh, getting out the door for about six fifty. So with That's parts, shocking. And then, I, and then I did labor myself. That is so. shocking. Yeah, that's that's a great deal. I'm I have, um, yeah, th- those cars. A lot of people buy them because they're like, oh, it's an older full size SUV. Well, it it's can actually so much. Actually, when you see it, so when, when you see it nowadays, it's about the size of a Rav Four, like a, a Tiguan <laughs> and the Touareg, <clears throat> same size. The, like you the have new part, three door Tiguan is longer. Yeah, like when you see a Tiguan next to a Touareg, or it's not they're three in, door, they're, three three row. Yeah, they're completely indiscernible from each other. Um... Yeah, no, we have we have something to go through, like just because you get like these shady owners on them. I've, I have one that was sitting in the shop in the back for nine months because we couldn't get a hold of the owner, <laughs> and it like the car needed timing chain, so we did the timing chain. Then you just disappeared off the face of the earth without paying his full bill. Yeah, um, yeah, it was great. Then we got a call from the bank saying that they're going to repossess the car, and then when they offered to get into buy the get the car from us they offered us twelve hundred dollars i'm like sir there's twelve thousand dollars in storage fees on this on top of a seven hundred or a seven thousand dollar repair yeah quality <laughs> like that's gonna be a pass and uh, do better yeah yeah do better if once you come to us with like 20 grand then you can have the car anyway <laughs> let's um talk about beer for yeah, a let's second do beer before we jump into the rest of yes. the cars um i brought the beer this time Thank it God. is one of my uh one of my, you know, kind of drinking beers. I, I get this when I don't want to have just hold it in front anymore. of that camera. Oh, up, up, up. There, wrap. There we go. <laughs> Minis- Tuareg V10 in the background. Yes, All Minnesota right. Gold Lager. I um, just realized I hit the stream button instead of record, so I don't even know if this video is going to go anywhere. But the audio is good. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a problem. Maybe you should record too. Okay. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Motor Call. <laughs> I've never even seen the stream button before. Hario was helping me mess around with it today to get the multi-cam thing What was working. it streaming to? I don't fucking know. Pornhub? It says it's still streaming. It says it's 2,600 kilobits a second. What's I mean, it going you, somewhere? You, you can go into the OBS settings and see where it's streaming to. Well, let's do that real quick then. www.pornhub.com YouTube primary ingest server and it has a key well if it's got a key then it's going somewhere yeah but which I, channel is it I, going I, to motor cult or is it going to oval bore <laughs> we don't know uh, um what do you I, think about the beer 
I love this stuff. Yeah, Nestle I, Gold Lager is great. Shocked at how inexpensive it is too. When I go to buy beer. Yeah, I, I got a twelve pack for like I think like thirteen dollars or something. Nickel. It was like 12, 12 for thirteen bucks. So it was just over a dollar a can. I have to go beer shopping. It was great. If, yeah, Target, if, dude. If it's worth anything, it's probably streaming to uh, Motor Cult because I don't actually subscribe to Motor Cult on YouTube and I don't have a notification well, from Ovalboard. Well, you should. You I should. should be. I should. I don't disagree with that, but I don't have an Ovalboard notification. Okay. Well, then. So. Oh, by the way, speaking of Motor Cult, it is officially a business, Cult Media, as of last okay. night. Nice. Cool. Yay. Yay. Congrats. So anyway. Um, I'll, I'll be curious to see where the other Cult... Uh, oh, nope. Just stuff. kidding. It's... Uh, is it? Maybe. Is it streaming on Ovalboard? Yes, yes, it is streaming on Ovalboard. <laughs> Perfect. Oh. Well, in that case, hello all of the Ovalboard subscribers. This is an episode of, <laughs> <laughs> is an episode of Motor Cult. Um, I'll just... This is Burger's other venture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, hello. <laughs> that's oh, that's Spaz. Uh, anyway, all right. Let's business as usual. I'm not stopping it now. So, so Spaz, mm-hmm. you're here. You're a guest. Um, you have a V10 TDI Touareg for those of us Which I'll bring that, up full screen on the screen again. Right, yeah, anyway. for those of us that are joining via YouTube and mm. we're totally <laughs> messed up the recording. Well, hello, 10,000 subscribers worth of oval bore traffic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I think uh, I, I think at, uh, when, when you actually post this onto YouTube for the yep. first like 10 minutes or so, just show pictures of cats. That's pretty much all I do on Oval Bore anyway. So. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. for, like, just, like, have a picture of a cat. I can put whatever thumbnail. I could put, like, naked tits on the screen. It'd probably be, still be fine. Uh, Until YouTube flags Until it. YouTube flags it. Yeah, yeah piss jokes to probably flag it. Anyway, <laughs> so, yeah, he get, he get triggered. Anyway, Spaz, let's talk about your other cars. Yes. Okay. I want to talk more specifically about your Evo, because I don't care about Evo. your GLI at all. But I do care about your Evo. Oh, you got GLI, too? God, yeah, you really are a, just I, a massive. I have a Mark V GLI that... Uh, oh, I've, 2OT. I said I don't yeah. want to talk about <laughs> it. How many, pro- how many 2OT problems have you had? Um, all of them? Well, all of them that need to be fixed. I have eight check engine lights, and that's the reason I haven't just sold it after I picked up the V10. So. I would have just sold it because yeah. it's going to be more money expensive. for it. You're not going to get solder, more money the for LED. it. I, I can put like $700 into it and get like $1,500 more for it on the market. Does it have How much is your time correlation worth? codes? Uh, no, actually, but it does need Shocking. to have the, the chain makes noise, so I do need to replace the chain on it. I would it run away before codes. you spend a penny on it. What, whatever. Light it on fire. It's a... It's a timing it's not, chain. It's not a hard job. Is it a? Said is no it one a ever. FSI or a TSI? FSI. That is an FSI. So it's okay. Yeah, it's the not two. that bad. Let's say if it's a TSI, <laughs> you're in a world of pain. Oh, because oh, those are belt-driven cams. That has a chain across the two cams, right? Yes. Uh, that's the that's the FSI. The TSI yep. is right. I know the, the TSI is all chain. Horrible nightmare from hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we know. Anyway, so, so Evo skipping time. past that, yeah, let's talk uh, about Evo. 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 So is I'm buying as bow. So I have an 06 Evo 9, and the, the car largely sits around in the driveway. I don't drive it very often, except when I go to the track, because it's set up for the uh, street class in Grid Life Time Attack. Which we learned about from Matt a little bit mm-hmm. more about what Grid Life is, but I mean, feel free to give us your take on what the event is, too. I mean, specifically, like the, I mean, touch on your class, the all wheel drive, I forget the actual name of it, Unlimited? Nah, it no, I'm the not street, limited. Something? It's I street. Idea. It's 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 you the have entry have an interior, le- right? Yes, okay. full interior. Um, it's it's the entry level class, so it's okay. it's we we like to affectionately refer to ourselves as the Special Olympics of Time Attack. Nice. Um, and it, uh, we have a lot of drama akin to that. So yeah. it's it's a really it's actually a really really close class with uh, 
all of the all of the top cars on pretty much you know any given year have mm -hmm. been really close to each other um this year it does not really include me um oh yeah the well uh, i guess well it's because well, the there's the something happened drive, to your car well does. the rear wheel drive guys have kind of really stepped up this year and so we have a c7 stingray in the class Stupid. that's been been cleaning things up Stupid. um one Stupid car we've had a uh, a mustang that's been around for the past couple years but he really stepped things up he fixed some suspension issues where the car was trying to kill him and probably everybody else because there are crowds there uh but uh uh, he's got everything sorted, and that car is very fast. And then, of course, you have Jackie Ding, who drives an S2000, and he's just absolutely oh, insane. Nah, that's a cool car. Yeah, no, it's absolutely... <laughs> he is an interesting <laughs> character. He is I, an interesting I'm suddenly character. usually wearing, like, a fursuit. <laughs> he, oh, my. He, he at, not, at Mid Ohio, uh, had a Pokemon onesie on in the... I saw in the, the video of that. meeting and some of the interviews. Um, it was really entertaining to make fun of him. Um, the um, <laughs> the video guy I watched on YouTube, I don't remember who it was, but he kept calling you Charlie. I'm like, uh. Well, the problem is that my, that my rival, Eric DeWitt, Dewey, uh, he he calls me Charlie, and so oh. Jackie <laughs> has started calling me Charlie, and it's just kind of stuck from there. Um, I will have words with them about that. But, okay, good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dewey thinks he can make it stick. I'm going to make sure it doesn't stick. Sounds good. I prefer Spaz. Yeah, Spaz or Charles <laughs> is a better name. Yeah. I um, I, I guess I'm not immune to having made fun of people's names, though. <laughs> Shockingly. No way. Ryan. No. For the last week, I'm every, hurt. for the last time, every time uh, a customer calls up at work and uh, they have a question that's really more suited for the other service advisor, I reference him as Steve, not Keith. Because everybody, whenever they call up, he says his name is Keith, and they call back and say, hey, can I talk to Steve? Oh, I get that all the time. I, I don't understand how that works. Do you get called Steve, too? No, People I don't, call get, me I don't Derek. get Steve, but yeah, I get... Yeah, that makes sense. Even I, when I spell my name out. Yeah, I get I get Gerald on the phone hmm. at work. Like, like customers just don't listen. No. It's, I, I mean, I won't claim to enunciate the best, but... Like, I mean, Charles, Gerald. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like you're a dog gotten, with Nutella in his mouth, basically. Uh, no. Nah. Yeah. I've, I've, got, I've gotten a bunch of different weird ones, and I just roll with it. I've stopped correcting people. My, my favorite one, have you ever heard uh, Randy Stern address Jana? No. He goes, Jana. Oh. Like, he, like, unhinges his jaw <laughs> for the A's. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, really weird. That's just how he does it, man. It's I don't very know. strange. Ugh. Yeah, people are weird. Um... Well, all right. Let's uh, let's do the uh, the standard questions here. Yes, I want I want oh, I want to talk about the standard questions. Yes. Uh, Burger, you can start with that. All right, Spaz. Would you rather drive a slow car fast or a fast car slow? Well, con considering I'm in the slowest time attack class possible, I think. I, and I you think do very well in it. I, I I try to do well in it. You do very well in it. Yeah. Um. I I I, I like to drive slow cars fast. It's That's a ton the of correct fun. answer. Sounds good. That is the correct answer, indeed. Um, next answer or next question, next question is you've been given a 1984 four Ferrari Mondial <laughs> GTS hardtop with no Not engine. A GTS, it's just a Montial QV. Oh, Quattro Valvole hardtop. Um, I think he mixes Valvole and Ravioli together and creates Ravioli. Ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see oh, Italian, this dude. Ravioli fucking sucks. I keep breaking my teeth. Valvioli, Valvioli. <laughs> give me the formioli. Quattro Valvole. <laughs> Quattro Valvole, um, ravioli, ravioli, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it does not have an engine or a transmission. Mm -hmm. You need to put an engine in it. It cannot be the original because the original is worth more than the car, mm -hmm. and it's just stupid. So. Yeah. Um, 
you cannot cut any sheet metal and it has to come with either a manual transmission or an over-the-counter man- manual trans- uh, ma- transmission adapter kit. We are retiring the Honda K-Series from this list. And we'll go with Fox. <laughs> and the LS does not, does not work either. Oh, I, w- I was going to throw out the LS4 just as a joke because no. I know you guys would, like, off yourselves. You don't want to <laughs> use the LS4. You can use an LS3 with a swap. No, oh, the, but the problem is we've retired the LS Yeah, because everybody's putting up the same answers. LS, K20, LS, K20. Yeah, I don't think it over. Like, What if I was going to say a K24? That's already been said. Honda K-Series is out. We've had K24. We've had K20. We have had K23 Turbo. Which is... I think that's a better answer now because yeah. I realize that they are actually really easy to get your hands on. Yeah, yeah that's a great Super car. Easy. Um, mm, but the yes. um, I said I said a 13B <laughs> or sorry a 12A rotary yep. with a carburetor and tuned up really high. You only have to hit 240 horsepower. It's a really attainable amount of power to make these days. And Burger said a. Camry V6 with a supercharger, basically. Yep, 3.3 Camry V6 with a TRD blower on it. So, well, Spaz, ob- what do you choose? Obvious answer. <laughs> what? What is that? I don't know what's happening on the TV right now. <laughs> that I, that I, is I, nine I, pixels. I, That's, I, that, <laughs> that is. If you squint your eyes, you might be able to turn it into three pixels. Was this supposed to be something from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? I don't know what's going on. I switched over. Anyway, I switched over to my desktop here so I could show you Spaz's Evo. That's not an Evo. No, you, no. you guys can't see what I'm actually broadcasting. Um, <laughs> I'm working on it, okay? This is the first time I've this actually been a, able to This is good cap. stalling while Spez uh, figures out his yeah. answer. Yeah, well, that's fine, I, but like, there's the Evo. So, I mean, the, the obvious answer for me would would be the Ford U63. That's to be a very quickly retired engine as well. Oh, right. <laughs> it, I, I mean, it's just... But the problem is, is that... It's. I mean, we're talking about technology that's so old. Like, I mean, I mean, the engine was yeah. developed in the seventies. It's old. It's very old. Yeah. Iron block. Well, yeah, it's the very, block it's is very, very capable. Well, some I mean, of them when are. You, when you when you talk about guys that are making, you know, nine nine hundred thousand horsepower out of <laughs> yeah, two, it's true. Out of, out nine hundred thousand out of a two liter block, that's that's which originally that was developed as a pair in Noah's Ark. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah no, the, those that that engine has been around since the dawn of man. Like when you think yeah. of the first car that had a four G, the tenth commandment they ran out of granite that is carved into a four G sixty three. So, just so you know how old the four G sixty three is, Burger, do you remember the second generation Dodge Challenger? Sure do. I think it was awful. The, yeah, that <laughs> the was Malays era. Yeah, from like the early eighties. Yeah, the bottom end mm-hmm. is probably yeah. the same. That's also like one of my favorite Japanese cars. But that was the first car to ever have a four G in it. Mm-hmm. And the reason I like it is because you have independent rear suspension, a five speed manual transmission, four G, which it's is pretty still a terrible cool. car. For no, the time, it's probably pretty good, but it's still a horrible vehicle. No, the one we got sucked. But the oh, I guess I'm only aware of that one. The Dodge Galant Lambda was the first one. Yeah, or not uh, Mitsubishi Galant Lambda. That was the first one to have a 4G in it. it was oh, like Galant. 4G. Yeah. Yes. So the Galant Lambda, one of the coolest Japanese cars. So, in what sort of trim spec? What's your donor? What's your what's your setup? Clearly, it'd be a Galant Lambda. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, at this point, with all the, all the development that's happened to that that engine, I mean, the obvious answer is out of an Evo Nine, where you have 
holes, random holes drilled into oil galleries to feed uh, to feed variable valve timing and all that fun stuff. Ah, the Mybeck motor. Yeah, where it's 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 basi basically the the pinnacle of what that engine could become. The alternate it's, version. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's the way to go. And I mean you can you can just you don't have to mess with it, so it can be reliable. You just drop it in in stock form. Maybe throw a tune at it, but otherwise, pff, there's your there's maybe your throw a tune there, at there's, it. There's your 200 some horsepower. If you want want to make 300, pff, tune it. Yeah, actually, I mean he's got 0.280 right there. Boom. And roll, factory reliable. And you're already going faster than the original engine, and probably making more torque. Yeah, so. it sounds a little goofy, but that's fine. That's at least it's something else. No, he, he has he did say a normal engine, but a very particular variant of a normal engine that wasn't the first time we had somebody say 4g was it no it wasn't i don't think so no we've had uh kua said 4g oh yeah 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 because yeah. he's a mitsubishi guy no yeah. way but yeah i know shocking i didn't get that when i drove his mirage <laughs> 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 all right let's let's transition over to that b310 yes uh remember that b310 we talked about of episode 19 yes yeah so uh that guy's relay tow is completed nice it's in wisconsin now hell yeah the, this is the shit though that's he super needed cool. to replace the spark plug wires or a spark plug wire, rather, I should specify. Put a battery in it, uh, drench the carburetor and carb cleaner. Yeah. And drain the gas tank, put in fresh gas, and it started. Oh, my God. That's that awesome. Is, that is actually impressive. I'm pulling yeah. up to the it uh, was. It, 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 the I'm not sure if uh, you remember this episode. But Did you have was, to put tires on it, I assume? Oh, yeah, obviously. Okay. He, he just he got running. The he, got it running. he got it running, not driving. No. But it, um, yeah, no, he, he got it, like, running it was this car that sat out in the in the desert in arizona for 21 years how the hell did they i see the the photo of the trailer with the car on it out in the desert <laughs> crew of five people but like you were showing me a topography and it's like just huge rutted boulder fields it's horrible yeah it's like, so I, they what they did is that? um the uh, uh they used off-road vehicle removal company it was the original company it actually responded to the father's death okay but um basically they pulled it like out of the ditch it was in and pulled it about a mile down, like towards the road until they got this relatively flat land. Yeah. Came around with a pickup truck with a trailer, stuck on the trailer, and very carefully drove it to the highway. Hmm. Yeah. And they did a relay tow from there There's to Wisconsin. There's a few of the uh, video clips of the relay tow. Yeah. One of them, it's literally on a double axle trailer hooked to a mid-90s Eldorado <laughs> ETC. <laughs> that is amazing. A front-wheel drive North Star Caddy. Yeah, towing. It's hilarious. The I think the story on that one, I think that guy's actual tow truck that he had broke down like literally minutes before the relay. It would have had to have to tow and it with so that. so he just used his daily driver. That's fantastic. But Tell yeah, Cadillac Eldorado. <laughs> and total six cars, including, amazingly, the Cadillac Eldorado shown above. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, 1,800 miles. We, wow. uh, if there's ever a chance to get Michael uh, Blackburn, the guy who owns that car, on, mm -hmm. I, we have to have him on. Like, we're clearing our schedule to get that's him on. That guy's super amazing. Super cool. That's uh, going to be a hell of a story either way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's just, like, such a ridiculous story of, like, how he found that car. Like, if you want to go to the, the details and go on Japanese Nostalgia Car, Jalopnik, or whichever one, and find the full story. But it's very interesting how they oh, – he, he found it on Google Maps. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was, like – he found That's out true. he had an estranged sister. Like go, goes on Google Maps. Like after his estranged sister said, like, yeah, dad had some property down in like rural, like not even rural, like out in the middle of the desert. And he goes on there and he goes, "What is that?" And he zooms in right close. He goes, "That kind of looks like a wagon." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
he had somebody go out and like verify it and like they started out with a Ford Escape and like blew out a tire and fucked up the paint. Oh yeah. <laughs> Turned around, does. got a Nissan Titan, did the same thing, but the Titan made it because Nissan's better than Ford. Um and they verified that the Datsun, also a Nissan, was there. Thank you for clarifying <laughs> that Datsun is also Nissan. Well, because if it was a Ford, you know it would not work ever because it has oh, some okay. weird electrical problem. Um, <laughs> I'm sure the brakes just failed on the Titan. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the uh, I, I make fun of Ford so much, but they're really my favorite American company. But anyway, the uh, yeah, so the, they, this couple like went out there to like confirm that the car was there. And then they had to figure out a way to get it back. They like, devised this like relay tow through the wrenching network, which is a Facebook group um, for mechanics. And then they relay towed it back, got it running. His plan is he's not going to drive it in winter or anything, obviously. But uh, once October hits, he's going to pull it into his garage and start disassembling everything and you know, actually begin the restoration properly. Yeah. So that's going to be really cool. I mean, I, I can imagine that the paint has your typical Arizona sun fade on it. That in the dust so. storms. <laughs> like there's not a there's not a piece of glass or plastic or cloth in this car that's left. It oh, is, I believe it. It is a chassis and an a running engine and some tires. And this is it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there was a a vehicle we actually had at the shop recently where there was uh, uh it was caught in some level of dust storm locally and yeah, we almost totaled it. Wow. Yeah. Damn. It was. The paint it was, wasn't it was so impressive, huh? Right. No, it was. It, well, it was almost the glass. It was the glass that almost wow. pushed it over the edge. Interesting. Oh, because we we had to replace we had to replace almost every piece of glass on it. No, it didn't break, but it was just so Stupid. sandblasted on so three quarters of the vehicle. Wh- where did they have this dust storm? I have like, no. Did they like drive into a time portal and like time warp back to like 1930? <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly have no idea where or how it happened. I know it was local and. I mean, the only reason I knew anything about it is because we had to deal with the glass on it. (laughs) Sorry, I had to do that. It's completely unrelated, but I felt like it fit pretty well. All right, anyway, burger. Alpha 4C. Yes. I like this thing. Other than the fact that it's a dual clutch only. It's a cool car. It it is a cool car. It has a nice sounding engine. I mean, it's a derivative of the Abarth engine, so it makes sense. But um, they're discontinuing the coupe. Yeah, because it doesn't make sense. the, the roadster. open top one, yeah, yeah but the, the coupe's going away. Yeah, nobody cares. The Roadster oh. is literally as good in every way. Yeah, I mean, you're right, because it's a carbon tub, and I, I'm a huge convertible proponent, so like I don't even know why I'm talking about this, but it's just news. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a thing. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, well, no, see, the thing is, all right, so I'll, I'll, I'll explain a little bit more in deep detail. Um, yeah, so it, it's the, the convertible Sting, which is great but that's kind you of know a loose interpretation of convertible let's <laughs> let's just talk about the fact how shocking it is that an automatic only mid-engine rear-wheel drive coupe that is really expensive not exclusive and has a pedigree for unreliability oh, didn't fine. sell well yes. <laughs> i mean the transmissions no. have their issues i guess which um, you are forced to have which you are although you no. can bolt a 500 bar transmission to it if you care enough that's cool so there you go I don't know how the hell you'd make the engine run. Not well, I'm guessing. But <laughs> you could put a manual transmixer on it for sure. That's pretty funny. Um, That's, I, I, I mean, it's, it's a fun car. I don't really... It's a cool car. I just thought that was kind of noteworthy that that's... A used one of those is still worth a lot of money. 
I looked into it recently because I'm just like, oh, what's a used mildly exotic well, it car? It looks really cool. Yeah, and it's yeah. like it's attainable. Gorgeous, yeah. But it's it's still like a used one's like fifty five plus. I would say like that. I feel like that's gonna do like the NSX thing where it's just gonna tank. I hope so. And then I'll buy in one value then. and then blow up in price later. I'll just like put life. some paper clips yeah. in the dual clutch transmission plug so it thinks it's in there, and then I'll put a manual on it and it'll be fine. Perfect. Then they'll be worth even more. Well, because you know at the NSX everybody the goes, key. oh, it's just a Honda, and then everybody that like. You know, 25 years later, drove every other supercar and said, wow, the NSX actually is. Wow, that one still runs. (laughs) This is kind of cool. I get to have the full effect of my 308 GTI or GTS or whatever the fuck trim level you have. Yeah, whatever. Some sort of 308. Yeah. It drives like my 308, except now I can afford to buy it instead of have to like take out a mortgage. But Ryan, how will you overcome buying the Spider version? It was 22 pounds more than the Coupe. It's basically going to take forever to get to 60. God, it's just, it's ruined now, isn't that? 22 pounds. The 22 it's, pounds. <laughs> it's like people who are like buying an 88 through 91 Civic okay. say the only one they want is the 88 because it doesn't have crash beams in the doors and it saves 18 oh. pounds oh. to the so weight of the So it's like vehicle. the people that want the airbag E30s or yeah. don't, for that yeah. matter. It's just stupid. Like, like, who cares? Oh, weird. It's easy to take all that stuff out with, like, standard tools. Yeah. Like, you don't <laughs> want the door. You want the crash bars in your doors. You have a Dremel. A, you have you a can Dremel yeah. it off. It's fine. They're literally bolted Saws into the E30s. Cut-off wheel, whatever. It doesn't matter. You can get rid of them. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I, like, 13 mil speed wrench. I think they just tackled them in, so I think a Dremel might do the job. But <laughs> I mean, even that, yeah, if you're motivated enough, it's not that big a deal. No, but, like, literally not. on E30s, you can unbolt them. So, um... I'm going to just use this time to talk about something else that this car has, which is cruise control, which is kind of cool. Is it dynamic cruise or just standard? I don't, I don't know or <laughs> care. Okay. And but it we, has it. We were talking when uh, we were watching Rocky Horror on Thursday. That's a terrible was, movie, by the way. I, I try to like it so it's so just much. bad. It's just, I <laughs> At can't. least we picture and picture some 1999 computer building. It's so we were talking about... <laughs> what were you saying? It's it's a movie that you have to make entertaining by doing all of the actions that are captioned on the bottom of the screen. Where I don't know if you guys watched that version, the theater version. After a while, that they were out, there was no. Like, this like, is the laserdisc one, so it was okay. original release. Okay, it yeah, was but, not good. But, oh, it yeah, wasn't like, great. They they started captioning them in the movie theaters, where it's oh. like like at the bottom, like you know you know the scene where they're running through the. Uh, through the through the rain with the newspaper over their head. Yes. Yeah. So that there would be like, for example, cover your head with newspaper would be be on the bottom of the screen. People would bring all this shit to do it and do it. And so that's that's how you basically got through the movie. That sounds like making me work when I'm deliberately trying to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. So anyway, okay. when we were watching this, and Tucker was greatly enthused. Um, <laughs> Weird. I wonder why. <laughs> It, so when we were we, we started talking about a cruise control like a racing series oh dude yes where cars can only have <laughs> no this is on the fourth of july actually that we talked about this, this cars can only Day, race yeah. with cruise control it's actually <laughs> if you hit the brake you're done you're yeah, dq it's, it's a it's a dnf dnf but the thing is that not only does that test you know the quality of that car's cruise control right you're also testing the car's handling mm-hmm. because every time you change your speed it will take a long time to decrease or accelerate. Yep. So your suspension and tire setup are key to yep. that. Yeah, every corner is a momentum corner, so you have to set everything up to handle momentum. You have corners. to know exactly. the corner speed really well oh, and yeah. not hit anyone else. <laughs> it's me- it's a measurement of uh, how much torque to weight the vehicle has. An electric car would be perfect for this because yeah. they regen hard oh, yeah. with cruise control. Like yeah. if I just press and hold the button on the E, it's just like, ooh, here we 
here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that would be really cool. What other rules do we have on that, though? Uh, so if you hit the brakes, DNF, DQ. Yep, hit the um, gas pedal, DNF. Actually, I would say just take the gas pedal and remove it. No, well, no, because you need to be able to get it up to speed in the first place. So you need the the gas pedal. I'm sure that you could probably... Most cars, it's like 25 minimum, and like they're not going to idle above 8 or so. I mean, he's I'm, not wrong. Yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you, that like for the race cars, for the racing series, you can like modify the cruise control computer to say, hey... I think that's too... Start from stop. That's, that's too much for a racing series. Most okay. people, that's like a barrier to entry we don't want. I think there, there should be maybe like a, like a brake pedal switch that's on the I gas pedal. I think a pedal. micro switch on the gas pedal, and so if it, it detects any compression after you've set your cruise yeah you're done i think that'd be an, another good way to do um, that other than that though like i don't think we should really have limitations on like tire or type no, of car everything else should be exactly like yeah. you'll have basically f1 car with cruise control eventually <laughs> yeah it's, has to be a production <laughs> chassis let's have that rule just figure out the <laughs> slowest corner speed in the entire track and do a lap of just that first and then just sort of pick it up from there baby <laughs> i think it would be a ton of fun because you oh, do have a brake pedal yeah. If you're about to hit somebody, you just you're gonna lose the race, which is fine. But yeah. like, should we? If okay, if somebody hits the pedal and they're DQ'd, do you let them just like keep going on the track for fun? Yeah, because I mean, if you're doing a series, just you can still get traffic. points for best. Well, uh, for be, uh, for best lap time. Are we going to have a spirit award? Well, at the same yes. time, why not? Why not? If I mean, I mean, obviously, if you're using the, using the throttle DQ, I mean, yeah. if you if you get in a situation where you need to use the brake, as someone who has been on I, track without I any think, brakes, at what one about point, just like, can't stop? Um, I would. <laughs> what, what if you have? I would say. I would say. One why not do of braking? Well, I mean, not 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 even that. I would say why not make it just a ridiculous drive-through penalty? So something where you know, even if they can make up time by using the brakes, okay. using the brakes is just so time okay. inefficient based on the penalty that there's, so like there's no. Second penalty. Yeah, or like exactly. make it a points-based thing and take points away for it, or like yeah. do penalty laps potentially. Eh, just a drive-through penalty in the pack. Okay. Right. I like that. Right. Yeah, I like that. Or like a thirty-second lap time penalty if you're if it ends up being a time attack thing. And then yeah. ban the person from the series if they do it twice. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> aggressive. Eric, Eric Berger, the most aggressive draconian uh, race official ever. <laughs> hey man, the cars can't be that old. They need cruise control. <laughs> 56 in it in the pits on the pike you go <laughs> <laughs> hey man i did watch love and let die last night so that's a great movie it actually is really great Corey had never seen it before it's one of those movies like it, it's not by any means the best james bond movie but it's truth be really told it's really movie. not that great but like the boat racing scene the is boat like scene. the best thing in <laughs> when the they're 70s. in when they're in harlem and like the awesome like barris <laughs> headlights on the cadillacs the <laughs> giant peace sign headlights so sick oh anyway wow digression <laughs> all right so other rules for this cruise control racing series I don't. It, it 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 levels the playing field on its own. It doesn't it matter really does. what you drive because yeah. you can't go that fast. No, because like, you have a Ferrari and like, your Ferrari. You're, you're is... gonna have nothing for consumable because there's there's no friction brakes being used. Like it's gonna be super fuel efficient because you I can't guess go that the, fast. The other question is, do you run a wider tire or a narrower tire? Oh, for sure, for wider. The, well, yeah, but rolling resistance so doesn't matter. Okay. You're gonna want more rolling resistance because it'll slow you faster. Yep. Oh, it's true, yeah. But so you're you gonna want to run corners, like right? Hoosiers, like 385 Hoosiers on your Fiat 500. Yeah, but then you have the guy that with the tiny little tires that's actually accelerated at a reasonable speed. Just leave it third. You're gonna be going like 30 miles an hour anyway. <laughs> and I, I think we should probably limit it to technical tracks because if you're doing cruise control on like Brainerd Long Course, 
Road America. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Turn five cruise control. It's probably fine. <clears throat> Actually, that would it. be really interesting it, or like really entertaining to watch. Because until somebody dies. Well, no. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but hey, you. When was Formula One the most interesting? The late 1980s to early exactly. 1990s. <laughs> when everybody died. And they had no downforce and 1,600 horsepower. What is yeah. everybody's favorite rally race? Or rally racing series? Group B. Group B, exactly. <laughs> when did people actually get So a what shit you're saying is you should have like minimum 600 horsepower cars or something for this and only do it on long courses? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. That might, that might be the point. Okay, I mean, I'm not going to say no, but it seems like that might lead to a lot of legal issues later on, and I want this series to succeed, even though it doesn't necessarily seem like I do. Listen, everybody loves touring car because of the crashes. <sighs> okay. So, maybe not killing people, but crashes well, are we gonna makes do the, racing interesting. Can we, like, bring it outside of the USA? Yeah, let's do it. So, like... Have it in, like, India. No, great. I, no, I was thinking like at least start in the UK so we can speak English to people. Like, do one at Silverstone. Yes, that'd be great. Donington. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, they have such great names for tracks. Ah, it's Donington. Nah. What's the name of this airbase? Ref Bruntingthorpe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ref Bruntingthorpe. <laughs> All right. So speaking of, of English, yes. um, I do want to talk about Silverstone because okay. Civic Type R oh, nice. yet again set a new lap record. Uh, with uh, two minutes thirty one seconds and thirty two seconds, thir- thirty one seconds point thirty two point three two point three two. Yes, if you're saying it like a British person, I don't care. British, um, uh, British. So the, <laughs> the track's three point six six miles long, and that means you have about three point five miles. I like of your notes in here. Having to look at the completely disgusting looking. <sighs> Brand new Civic Type R. Um, <laughs> it literally says in the notes, the Civic Type R is still painfully ugly. Yes. Oh, it's true. It's that, true. That they, is just its own sentence fragment. It, it literally is. They, they um, it's such a good car, good. but yeah, wow, those it's, are tragic. That, that is... Could you put a stock Civic like sport body kit on it or no? You put that engine into a stock Civic, yeah. I don't care about that. I, like, I want yeah, the, but what the Type it, R is a great car. I know, but the only thing that like, makes a special suspension Civic in, uh, engine, and you can just stick all that How about I just one. buy a Honda Element EX all-wheel drive five-speed and just make that turbo? I, I've been recommending you do that for a while. So the Sounds thing good. Is, That'll the basically thing is, be a Civic Type R. Well, the thing is with the Civic Type R. Like, it's like you put a TV in it. It just and you can hurts it to look at activities. so much. And I don't I know if the owner's manual it says do not hose the interior out. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but you can. Why would they tell you not to? They say they strongly advise against hosing the interior out. Anyway, sorry. As I say, um, with the, the Civic Type R, it just hurts to look at so much. Yep. Like, I, I it's everything. Like high That is school very me, overstyled. Ev- high school me would have killed to have this car on paper. Oh, yeah. Because, like, it's everything I ever wanted. And, of course, Honda being Honda. High school, you would have like, been killed if you had that car. Yeah, probably. Also true. But, um, <laughs> high, but the thing is, Honda, Honda being Honda, like, they're going to give us the Type R finally. But it's going to be just as ugly as a foot. Yeah. Like, just leave it to them. But they're, they're, they're laughing. Gonna, yeah, they totally are. Because they're not going to give us any of the good-looking ones. No. They're going to wait till it gets really giant and gross-looking. <laughs> It's still a great car, though. It's it's a great car. I just I don't know if I'd actually want it. Hi, Motor Trend. I see you're making friends with the wind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, my question is, okay. who would anybody here actually buy a Civic Type R? Because I, I'm if like, it was cheap enough, I would. If I didn't have to look at, I it. I would buy one in black. That's the thing though. is, like, <laughs> if you buy one in black, you can't see it as well. 
Yeah, I get different wheels for sure because the stock wheels are just terrible. I would rather ring buy it and then do a body swap on the Element. You know, Hasport's working on doing mounts for the uh, new L15 engine, L15B engine, uh-huh. which this engine I think is a derivative of. Yeah, it is. I would absolutely put that into a second generation Civic because that's what they're doing the mount kits for. I would put that into a Civics. fit and daily it. That'd oh, be super funny. God, yes. Yeah. Um, or do a spec B in it and just like just acknowledge that you're never gonna do any of the racing points thing and just have fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um it's basically HPD So we have been I have been bothering you about your idea of wanting to do a turbocharged element. Yes. And I really think you should. I, I'm waiting for the guy to respond to Man Craigslist. I've been I've been like showing him like <laughs> all the different the ways. Was. I've I've been I've been asked showing him all the different ways to make a K series fast. Like you can make like a 500 horsepower in A. You can do whatever you want. There, there, there's so many so many ways to make a K series fast. It's unfortunate that the it's element dumb. apparently has the shittiest K24 in it, but which is just fine. Still it's 400 horsepower. You're gonna capable. take all you're gonna take it all apart and change all that anyway. So no, I'm not. No, he's not. Why not? It's a two thousand dollar Honda element. Why would I do that? I'm gonna hoonicorn this posterity. Hoonicorn, <laughs> cheap boost spaz. I would. I would I'd run the K24 A4. Four, is, yeah. yeah, the A4 until it blows up. Yeah, I would do that. And then get yourself like an A1 or as something. As long as it doesn't like window the transfer case or the trans or something, it'd be fine. I think you're going to be okay. Just let let out as soon as as soon as soon the rod goes. Yeah, well, I would. I've, I've, I've seen transfer cases You've seen cases me send it. I have never windowed anything. On Evos. Oh. oh. I've, I've seen people stay in it long enough to window the transfer case. How do you do that? Uh... It's, uh, Cylinder four, let's go, and then uh, and then you 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 don't either don't notice or you're too high of RPM or you go this is fine like a buddy of mine in Texas did and stay in it. I heard like a very faint pitter patter in my Porsche and I turned it off. Yeah, and then what what was it? Spun rod number bearing? one rod bearing let go. Yep, exactly. But yeah. it didn't window anything, and therefore the engine was worth eight hundred dollars. Yeah. When I, when I heard rocks in a blender in my transmission this past weekend, I, uh, I I I kind of wasn't sure it was my transmission, so I got back into it, and then it was in neutral while in gear. And then I said, "Weird, I could have sworn <laughs> there was a third gear before." And I was like, "I, I swore I swore fourth gear was here before," and I was like, "I don't have a time on this on, on this moved. track configuration. Oh. I'm going to set it with third and fifth." <laughs> I mean, I launched the entire transmission. I'll have to replace every single interior piece of that. It, every Evo in the so world is reliable blown up a transmission. Every single Evo on Earth has blown up a, a transmission. That's just part of owning an Evo. Well, any yeah. any MR. Not not all the five-speed guys do. If you don't track them, they're fine. If you I if you track I'm them, fourth sure gear has uh, as I has say as I say, Josh Ewing perpetually since I've known him has had fourth gear problems in his Evo. Oh, yeah. And he's had power anywhere between like eight ninety and five hundred horsepower on that car. And why would you start with the high number? Well, it was built really high, and then I think they turned. They oh, so it's expensive old Evo. Yeah, it, it's it's a really yeah. cool car. Actually, I like that car a lot. That's the first yeah. like actually fast car I was ever in. Um, yeah, I, also, I don't have anything. I don't have anything nearly that fast. I got Brexit. Well, you're <laughs> gonna have a Honda Element that's that fast. That's not gonna be as fast as Brexit. You're gonna have on element. It's not gonna fast. be as fast as Brexit. Not with I'm that t- attitude. I'm gonna take that manual boost controller and just let it rip. Just keep twisting it. I'm gonna need electronic <laughs> boost control because I'm gonna need a towing tune. Because I'm not gonna run like 17 psi while I'm pulling a trailer. I Why think not? 17's nothing. That is gonna make a lot of heat issues. Those don't have piston squirters. Hmm. Yeah. Probably. Run E85. Anyway, let's talk about this <laughs> later. 
You might, I, you might, I'll let you know if I end up with an element. We can make it fast. Yeah, you, you know what's uh, actually insanely fast and uh, does not need E85 to keep it cool? Uh, any non-Volkswagen Yeah, product? basically. Uh, no, a Tesla, actually. Oh, yeah, those are really fast. So uh, they finally hit they finally hit 5,000 cars per week as their pr- production goal for the Wow, and five, they've been around for three. only almost 10 years? Yeah, I know, right? Shocking. That's just for the Model 3. How do you? That's just for the Model 3. <laughs> Yay, achievement unlocked. Um, of course, there are some caveats to this. They did hit the 5,000 car per week production goal for Is the Model 3 in a tent. It, it was in a tent. Oh you're, my it was in a tent. I'm going to try to pull this up. Um, <laughs> um, did, when does the tax credit thing go away? I don't know. But uh, they're... Hopefully before Piss Jugs buys And one. they're also trying new techni- or production techniques while they're doing this by pushing robots and humans to their breaking point. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how production is supposed to work, right? Yeah, basically. I just, you know what I like about this? Everybody's talking about how like people are unhappy or robots are unhappy or I don't care. <laughs> it um, is in a tent. It is literally in a tent. <laughs> Look at that tent. You know, say, say what you want about Elon Musk. That guy's the ultimate American because he just figures out how to make shit work. Oh, yeah. That is That's just not so work. cool. Fuck it. Yeah, no, he's like, <laughs> he's like, hey, I get hit 5,000 cars per week with an electric car. Yeah, how are you going to do that? We got other things to make, too. He goes, well, we got a parking lot. Let's make a tent. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just, I love it. I love it. I love Musk. that the production capacity is limited by the square footage of their floor, like, not by anything else, apparently. I think it is, actually. I thought it was like a battery limitation. No, I think, I think it's actually the size of the factory. Oh. Well, yeah. I should probably just make them multiple places. So, Burger, tell us about the Virtue Beater cars. Okay. So, I don't know if this is a thing all over the country or not. Because, like, if I lived in Florida, I don't know if I'd really give a crap if i had a beater yeah but like i probably would because i mean you're always going to get door dings you're always going to have something and it's like i don't, know, I don't care if oh, i yeah. throw are, like are, a rusty you, engine block really, in the trunk do you really want to park like a priceless uh four cam 356a on south beach and just have the ocean spray rust it into pieces while you know, you're swimming no but i'm of the opinion if you're going to buy something nice you may as well fucking drive it well, yeah, I mean, you can you may as well drive it, but I mean, like, but yeah, within reason. You're not going mean, to drive. Your, drive it you're not going to drive the Ferrari in winter, and That's you're not going to. Where's the Ferrari go? It's at my house. Oh. I've been driving it all week. Well, anyway, you're not going <laughs> to drive the 850 during winter. I 850. Yeah, that's true. I, I did drive it in one snow thing one time because it was my only running car at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, both my 830s are dead, and my wagon is a flat tire. So 850. <laughs> First world problems. The active stability control worked. Beautifully, wonderful system, regulated power wonderfully, but no. Uh, so the virtual beater cars up here is mainly you hear the term winter beater. That's why we need beater cars because we have so much fucking road salt. It just annihilates anything nice. So yeah. if you drive your nice car in or around those times of the year, which is half the year, you're gonna ruin it in the next three four years. I actually I really like beater cars because it helps me explore the automotive world a little bit. Well, it explores my limits for sure. Well, <laughs> I mean, like, because I don't. Um, when I when I when I buy a beater car, I'm not gonna buy like the same shit I normally have. I'm not gonna buy a clapped out like a '91 Civic or a clapped out Mazda Five. Oh, so you're branching out? I branch out into other cars because I want to like their cars. I where don't. It's, like, well, aren't I don't, you cultured? I don't want to buy. Aren't like, you motor cultured? Oh, yeah. There's there's like there's a car that I'm like interested in. I like that motor cultured. But um. <laughs> But anyway, there, there are cars where I'm like, I, I'm curious what they're like to own, but I don't, 
Can I help you, Burger? Thank you. All right. Anyway. Shameless uh, plug for ourselves. <laughs> so their cars where it's like, I, I want to try it, but I don't want to spend two or three grand to get an actual nice version. A yeah. perfect example are CA Accords, like okay. the flip up headlight accord. I got that as a winter beater. My first one I ever bought, I got for $150 in a subwoofer I found in a dumpster with 76,000 miles on it. But it, the only issue is it had been parked outside since 1986, every yeah, single winter. Th- that tends to take its toll. Yeah, so the body was shot, but the interior and the engine were flawless. Yeah. I love that car. It was a great car. Um, and I actually ended up flipping it for, like, I think I sold it for, like, $1,800 after I put an exhaust on it. Because the guy was like, "Is no miles? And I'm like, yeah, dude, buy it. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> like, that means it's, it's a great nice one. It works that way. But no, I like it, it, that's not the only one. Like my MR2, I've had a lot of like really cool cars. I otherwise yeah. would not have branched out to. Yeah, own. I don't buy like uncool things. But yeah, I agree. Like I'll I'll occasionally do something like I wouldn't normally buy a nice one of. Yeah, like, exactly. My last beater was a '98 V8 five series. I was like, I would never ever buy a V8 BMW, but it oh, was no. three hundred and fifty dollars. So I'm like, yeah, fuck <laughs> it. I got a manual that'll fit that thing. And I'll just let it rip. I think my next thing turned into a pretty nice car. So. My next V8 car, you know, and when one after I be in Jam, finish buying a house and your in our your I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really excited Pumped too. To have you guys as neighbors, but um. I kind of want to get a C4 Corvette as a Dude, winter please beater. Please do, please do. So oh. badly. Yes. Un- I want to get one because they're just so worthless. Just and I undercoat the frame a little I'm bit. Like, I'm curious. I wouldn't even do that because I'm a uh, son. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I'm curious about them. At least undercoat the brake lines. And like, yeah, oh, probably I'll, I'll do that because I don't want Dynafire. <laughs> That'll probably just trap the it's, moisture. It's 90, they're, they're 90s GM brake lines. You need to undercoat them. I would say post haste. It'll either be that. Violent from the south. It yeah. would be um, yeah. like a Buick Roadmaster. Ooh. Like a Tucker mobile, a B body, yeah, like a B body. I'd be like something like along those lines, because I'm really curious what it'd be like to own one of those. But I don't want to actually. I don't want to like actually spend money on the car. Yeah, or I guess you you are the embodiment of a C4 in my mind. So I think you need one, but I'd prefer if you had a nicer one. Well, that's the thing. It's why not both? Yeah, I mean, it's a C4. I don't care about it. I I really could care. I, I can't even begin to care. <laughs> Like I can try to begin to care and I'll die because it's just <laughs> not possible for me. It'll take all of my effort out of my body. So we buy beater cars to experience new things that yeah. we think are dumb, but like, yeah, fuck it. It's well, a beater. I, I'm not going to say dumb because I'm just, I'm not sure. It's, I'm it's trying something... to extol the virtues of the beater car. Yeah. Man. No, the, the beater car allows you to explore the world. Yeah. Run the fucking thing into curbs, crash into shit, not yeah. care. Exactly. Uh, Have a car that you're not really tempted to modify all that much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or cheap mods, which are fun. That's yeah. true. That's true. eBay tuned. Because every single cheap or every single beater car I've had that I liked, yeah, I did not modify that one. But I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to. I, this is on my list of future cars yeah, to buy go. that are actually nice. Now. That's why I buy beater cars that are within my wheelhouse, though. Because like my old uh, my daily for like four years, blah thirty, that eighty four blue three yeah. three twenty five yeah. e I had, like I motor swapped that thing, like full stop. And I put sway bars and shit on it. But like it's all well, yeah. parts that I can just take out and they're not gonna get any worse in the winter beater shell. Right. So if it's something like that where it's like you have you've no skin in the game, just like putting this in like this temporary vessel. Well my 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 wheelhouse yours is very distinct. 
mine yeah, falls. Yeah, I'm pretty autistic, so. <laughs> I've got two Sorry. categories. I want a car that's either as light as possible with a manual transmission uh-huh. or something that you can use as a doorstop for a large door. Like that's it's something in between those Or, two. better yet, a C4 because it's shaped like a doorstop. Exactly. Yeah. But then, again, doing something like a B-body or something, that's something that's outside of my normal wheelhouse that I'm mm-hmm. curious about. Yeah. So it's just, just it's a good way to... Just as long as you don't buy a fucking W-body. I would never, ever buy a W-body. You I've did owned a W-body. I That was bought for me. I did not buy that. You poor, poor soul. No, I had it for three days. You poor soul. I took it off a giant <laughs> jump and blew out all the struts and cracked the radiator. Proper. It was really cool. We, <laughs> were listening to Skid, we were listening to Skid Row while we were doing it. It was that's, awesome. That's awesome. I think you yeah. predated the Send It guy. I'm pretty sure I did, yeah. yeah. No, I, I did probably. I, this is like 2011. It was, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's when yeah. MAP was still in their old building. So, like me, the original one. Like yeah. mile away. So it was pretty cool. Anyway, beer cars are great. <laughs> world yes, Cup yeah. of cars. This week we're doing... Costa Rica. Yeah, we're doing some weird shit this year. Serbia. I need you to show everybody what the GM Amigo looks like. I would also put it up on the main screen All right, as well. I'm going to I'm going to do it on the feed first. Okay. You said it's a GM Amigo? Yes. It is just as quality as you think with that kind of name. <laughs> this uh second one is more for Spaz's uh knowledge uh image. Yes, there it is. Look at it in all of its glory. Did I hear an awe downstairs from Jana? I think she did. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's a GM Amigo. I like how, oh, jeez, I'm working on it on the uh, feed here now. That was like an austerity sort of thing for Costa Rica for like a cheap car for people to drive. It is rear-wheel drive. It's got a GM four-cylinder of that era from like a normal car. Okay. So it made like. I think like 70 horsepower, which is insane. Isn't that also that. what we still have in mail trucks? Um, was this yes. an Iron Duke or no? No, this is not an Iron Duke. Okay. This is what they had right before the Iron Duke. The Iron Duke replaced this engine. But um, I see. Four cylinder rear wheel drive, rear drums. It's kind of heavy. It's like 2,600 pounds because it apparently is made of lead. Um, I mean, it's got a pretty size. Oh, that is a. I just videoceptioned on there. There we go. This is better. Um, <laughs> totally forgot what I was talking about. Woo! Uh, it's got a good size. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it's made of very thick Russian sheet metal. Yeah, it, if you can get to a picture of one maybe in silver or something, because I want to show off the body lines. This is what you get when... Yeah, that one. If yeah, you do yeah, not... the body lines. If you do not design it, a car, like oh, if you yeah, literally just don't design it, oh, yeah. you get this. Because everything all the way down to the doors, where the doors like kind of curve up onto the onto the roof, it's literally just an angle. There's no curve in the entire car. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure... This was designed from a metal allotment shed. Yes, it was. I, I'm pretty sure when, when I drew cars at, like, toddler age, like, like those are the angles that you draw when you That's you're, how when Ryan still draws them. Yeah, oh. no, it's because I like cars like that. He only has rulers. <laughs> he doesn't have a protractor. I feel like... Yeah, well, yeah. it's... This is, like, it literally, if you t- did that, I think you could take this basic shape and make something really cool out of it, like, with the the... Um, the silhouette of the car because I do like a few designs. Now. Like an Oldsmobile I, silhouette. Ha! Ooh. I, I kind of I like the grill. I like that the grill dips inwards, kind of like on a six fifth, uh, six thirty five. I think yeah, it's kind of yeah, cool. You know what it reminds me of? Huh. It does kind of have the shark nose. Yeah, it's like a shark nose. <laughs> Jeff. Oh yes, it looks <laughs> just yes, like Jeff. This is a slightly more aerodynamic <laughs> eagle ham eye thrust. Eagle Jeff, whatever it was. Oh my god! All right, god. so now 
that will be going up against the pride of Serbia by extension Yugoslavia because Serbia has not made a car since Yugoslavia. Well, they did, but they made it like a weird, stupid semi-truck I don't care about. Um, can you type in the Zastava Yugo I am working on it, GVX. The, the typing is... I, I can imagine that's not easy to type. Oh, my God. In any, in any sense. I keep reading uh, where I am on the screen here, too. <laughs> Yugo GVX. Do, do you need me to stabilize the screen so it stops wiggling? No. Ryan is always just that animated, so it's okay. Or do you want me to wiggle it more? That's yeah, that's good. <laughs> Luckily, it's still so. Kind of well, captured I have there. to specify the GVX because the GVX was actually the home legation racing model. Oh, this is just a Yugo GVX. Well, GVX, you're right. It's not GV, which is a normal one. Right, not the a great G- value at all. No, the GVX was the home legation race car. So by comparison, the Yugo GV had a 5.5 to comp- to one compression Damn. engine that made 55 horsepower. The Ready GV for a turbo. X had an 8.8 to one that made 88 horsepower. So if GV stands for great value, what does X stand for? Extreme. I hope great so. Great value. <laughs> extreme. You've extreme. heard of the X games, right? The X stands for extreme. That's the same. Actually, the, <laughs> the X in the X games. Basically, stands... it runs on Rockstar. No, the X in X games this stands for you go GVX. <laughs> So I was like, yes. This car actually did have a pretty solid racing pedigree, like in the so GVX trim, because they use up basically what you do to make them fast. You use a lot of Fiat parts, mm. um, kind of like the same way you'd make a lot of fast. I make everything out of Fiat um, parts, but no, this one actually in Eastern Europe and actually just Southern Europe, and I think uh, what was the lower class like? I think it was the Group D in the 1980s. It wasn't Group B for 1980s uh, rally classification. Oh, no idea. For, I think it was I think it was WRC Group D or something. Where you were racing against like I Peugeot. WRC came around in the early 90s. No, it was in the 70s. Oh, because um, the Renault Alpine was the first car to win a WRC championship. Hmm. But hmm. Um, the that is a pretty car. It, it was it was the class that was with like your normal Renault fives and your Peugeot 205s, but not the GTIs. Just the normal ones. Anyway, in that racing class, the Yugos like cleaned up on a lot of races. Like hmm. they, they were. Oh, I suppose they're pretty lightweight. Yeah, but, and mean, eighty-eight horsepower is kind of. Uh... And they have a ton of shock travel, uh, on them. So yeah, they're actually they're really good cars. Like even factory, because of all the, all the looseness on suspension, make it a great car. So I, which one wins that? I'm the, gonna go with the, the Yugo, Yugo myself. I prefer the Yugo GV Extreme. I like the GVX as well. I'm actually just legitimately a fan of the GVX. I would actually buy one. Um, I wouldn't spaz buy one. But well, I mean, I'm kind of torn because Jeff looks rad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it was Jeff's called, so I'm just going to call truck. it the Jeff. Yeah, fine. The yeah, GM Amigo. <laughs> if you say that fast enough, it just turns into yes, Jeff. Yes, it sounds like Jeff. <laughs> they both start with G. G- yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm also very much a sucker for things with racing pedigree. Yeah, Especially so, hatches. Yeah, the, yeah. the GVX had, hatches. had a could, legit racing pedigree. And you can put louvers on it, as I saw in one of those photos. Yes. Um, I'm it's not, of the era of louver, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I, I I don't think Jeff would do so well with, they, with louvers. They also hey, well, <laughs> well, they also made a convertible Yugo. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say a convertible version of the Amigo. They probably did too. <laughs> Somebody probably had a tree fall on their truck. Hey guys, Jeff is topless. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, they made a convertible version of the Yugo, and I can only imagine that the doors opened up whenever you took a turn. 
because oh, just yes. from, just from the mouth body movement because i've been in a normal you go in very good condition and they have the body rigidity of a wet box like they're just not good like is that a tell me again about or? wet boxes <laughs> <laughs> i did i did phrase it that way uh sorry the you go wins against the amigo yay yay great value extreme yay sorry. is that like goal no, I was. <laughs> I was. Uh, I was just. I was great. Oh, someone's playing a Bubuzella. I was playing. I was them. graying out the GM Amigo. <laughs> and I needed to have some fillers. So I just kept saying yay. So what the hell is this fucking thing? This is called a Puma GTI. Okay. Um, that was a car made in Brazil. Uh, the next matchup is to be Brazil versus Switzerland. Well, uh, I have Brazil up here. This is a Puma GTI. It is a sports car based off of a Volkswagen. Um, the GTI came with a Super Beetle engine, if I'm not mistaken, which hmm. is a fuel-injected larger displacer. Actually, it might have been a Vanagon engine, because I think it was like a 2.1 or something. Like It was the last Puma. It was by far the highest performance one. But it doesn't... It's a Puma is, type is it, of large cat. Is it yes. still rear engine? Yeah, rear engine that, rear that, is drive. A, that is a lot of hood for a rear engine vehicle. Yeah, I know, right? I don't know why they put the hood so long. It's probably for aesthetics. So I know for for the aesthetics for those who can't see it kind of it it almost has like a number of dots and vibes that I'm getting from it. Yeah, yeah it looked a lot like a, it looked like a Dino mixed with a 240Z. That's kind of why I like it. Like it's kind of cool, and it actually had that too had a little bit of a racing pedigree. Um, that was entirely privateered though. Okay, so just like a lot of like um privateer stuff and like endurance racing and. You know, like just like club racing, but nothing to really write home about. Not like it didn't like win Le Mans or something. And obviously Lovable. wasn't factory supported um, or anything like that. So please, there we go. So this is what it's competing against. I think we already know Ooh. who wins. This is the Monteverdi high speed 375L. Yes. And they also made a convertible version, but this one is far more attainable. With, with that roof line? Uh, yeah. It, it looked amazing. It was. I, I could see that going either way. I honestly could too. I like them both. Uh, if you just type in convertible, after at the end that's, of it, you'll that's see a lot it. of work, Ryan. But yeah, I, I, this one's obviously a win. God, that interior is Ooh. sexy. It's the same color as the interior on my V10. It's the same color as my interior. For 1975, <laughs> that's the coolest interior I've ever seen. That's, oh God, yes. That's probably the best interior <laughs> of the 1970s. Well, actually, actually, I do see a problem with it. I do see a problem with it. Um, uh, automatic transmission? Yes. Yeah, but you can get a manual, so who cares? Oh, perfect. Yeah. It's a it's like a Jag. It's got the reverse gate. Yeah. It parks down at the bottom. But yeah, no, that, that's, uh, I think that, that that one's obviously a winner. Um, 375L, uh, Monteverdi, one of the many people are pissed off by Ferrari, started making their own cars. No. Uh, I don't know. I guess, yeah. <laughs> that's a majority rule, I guess, but I kind of like the Puma GTI. I well, mean, it's, co- it's cool. Like a it's weird, definitely cool. Looks like a weird Dotson Dino. Which, so, one, which one's faster? The Monteverdi high speed. Then I'll take the. Then I'll take the high speed three seventy five with three hundred and seventy five horsepower. That's what it stood for, if I'm not mistaken. Can I change my Mondial dilemma answer? <laughs> Can I put a Monteverdi <laughs> high speed three seven five L drivetrain in it, please? Sure. That sounds it, terrifying. I, I think, horrible. I think no, it was a uh, Lamborghini V twelve that they put under the hood of that. It was either that or Ferrari V eight, one of the two. It made just a silly amount of power. Um, 
I'm sure so, the engines lasted a long time between. Results. I, I do. I do want to mention this other brand that I found when I was researching Brazil because this is without a doubt the most unattractive car ever. We'll get to it. The gurgle. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like can, Modi can when you, he's doing stuff. Can you stuff. Just bring up the gurgle for everybody? Just how do you see? spell your version of gurgle? How do you think? G u r g e l. It's like just a horrible car? name. It's a car. Yeah. Gr- car. Yeah, just girl car. Images. That looks like a really what? awkward 190E. <laughs> Doesn't it? Oh, um, mixed with a 123. <laughs> <laughs> what are we looking at? Here? I don't even know. I mean, other than that, pixels. Oh, there there are a lot of pixels. Yeah, there are very few pixels, uh, in fact. There are a lot of visible pixels. Oh, yeah. yeah low battery, battery warning. Oh, I'll hit the low power mode, and then I'll plug into this here thing. <laughs> it so has I, been streaming to the TV the entire over an hour so far. I, so. I wanted to mention that. So what do we say? The, the Switzerland wins I over... Think the Gurgle. The Gurgle was the winner? No. <laughs> the high speed whatever wins. Yeah, the high speed. It was a, it was a, it was a wash. It's totally going to be Switzerland. So I'm kind of, we should right now probably decide what we're going to do from this list because we are about 10 minutes from the end. And we well, have, this last one's going to be real quick. We have a shit ton of stuff. Not really. Okay. Um, I'd say maybe. Well, let's just, okay, let's try. Let's go through yeah. it as fast as we can. Yeah, we'll, we'll do this and then we'll, let's do a Patreon at the end and see if we got time for it. Okay. We're going to time attack the schedule the right last now. one. Boom. Um, Boom. The last one this week is going for World Cup of Cars is to be Germany versus Mexico. Uh, Germany obviously made everything. Mexico made the Mastrada MXT, which was uh, reviewed on Top Gear. Mm-hmm. Very, uh, yeah, there was <laughs> there was definitely some red tape on that review. From yeah. the yes, there was. Yeah, maybe a little uh, bit. And Germany made Mr. Wags, which is the best car in existence. So Yeah, so you, you chose Mr. Wags for your favorite car. Uh, no, I chose it for Motor Cult's for, uh, answer. Yeah, for Motor Cult's for answer. Question. I really want to mention the E30 M3. That's fine. I drove one the, here today. The W201. Um, I've had many of those, yeah, including a turbo really diesel. all of the W201s, but particularly the Cosworth. Anyway, yeah, Mr. Wags is the best German car, so it wins. That wins against yep, Mexico the Mastrata. Sucks. Fine. Well, no, they don't suck it's just uh, not a they, good they do make delicious sugary beverage and probably and really food. good drugs i don't know but <laughs> and uh, they make yummy patreon food. topic i want to talk about this uh spaz you can join us if you want mm-hmm. um it is i picked kind of a simple one but one that i liked it is what is the closest you've ever been to dying in a car what's your scariest moment in a car and what's your dumbest moment in a car so being the guest why don't you go first Oh boy! Um, <laughs> pro- probably closest moment to dying and scariest moment, or probably probably one and the same. Um, as could, could you stop? <laughs> no, I can't stop. Yeah, yeah. if we no. weren't going to run so, into uh, copyright issues, I would definitely play that. Yeah, that. so let's just hurry up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so all cliff Spaz, notes. Tell us about that one time that your brakes just didn't work. All anymore. cliff notes the story. I had a. F- 420 wheel horsepower Evo 8 <laughs> 420. with, uh, yeah, blaze it. Um, 420 wheel horsepower Evo 8 with stock suspension and basically no braking mods oh, and yeah. uh, street dot four fluid. I took it up to Brainerd and I boiled the brake fluid coming into turn 12, which for those who are not familiar with Brainerd is the tightest corner on the competition course. It is a 90 degree corner. Yeah, it's in my current car. It's... Uh, Actually, I don't have any good data from Brainerd on that corner at attack, but I'd say it's probably 50, 60 miles an hour. It's a 90-degree corner. And 
I realized at about 105-ish oh my God. coming into the braking zone that I did not have brake pedal. Oh. Uh, boiled the fluid, pushed the, pushed the pedal down, gave it a couple pumps, still had nothing. Did you rip the e-brake like a pro drifter, yo? No, I was more concerned with the NSX in front of me that I was going to hit if I didn't dip off the track. So I dipped off into the grass and the track and the car got loose. And at that point, I was just... Along for the ride? Yeah, I was, well, I wasn't necessarily along Did for the you ride. have Jesus take the wheel? Uh, no, I... I I was behind the wheel. Thank God. Was that also no your pun dumbest? intended? Was that almost your also your dumbest? And it probably is also my portions. dumbest. I've done some pretty dumb stuff in a car before, <laughs> but that's that that was the the planning up to that that led up to that moment or lack thereof um, is, is was definitely pretty dumb. Um, so, um, Berg, do you want to go? Or do you want me? To nah, go? you go first. I'm still thinking. So, um, a lot to go through. No. <laughs> Probably the <laughs> dumbest moment in a car actually happened to me last during winter. Oh, I put my car in reverse and didn't look behind me. I backed into Miguel's truck. Didn't oh, do any I did damage, but I just like yesterday. a moron. Yeah, that is the dumbest thing I've ever done with a car. Um, God, scariest thing I've ever done. Um, that one's kind of tough. Same thing with closest I've ever been to dying in a car. Uh, Probably was just anything with Will and his like clapped out EFs with giant engines in them. Anytime you drive that, you're on the verge of death. So yikes. Yeah, we we uh, cleared the transmit or like literally we're at the top of Top Gear and his transmission with a H22 swapped EF with no floor in it because of rust. I dropped my pop out of a rust hole and I never got it back. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that. Pour one out for Ryan. Yes. That is the closest I've been to dying in a car because at any point in time, my seat would have just fallen out of the car. I'm yeah. going to go in reverse order for mine if you're done. Yeah, it's, I am. I don't really care about this Okay. One, no. <laughs> well, I mean, I, it seemed like a good question. But now that I'm like reading through it, I'm like, eh, I don't really know if this is very good. It's like scariest moment. Uh, I was allegedly in an M6 Grand Coupe that was quintupling the speed limit. That didn't feel safe. I was in the back seat. Uh, dumbest moment. Um, uh, blowing up the Porsche and the carousel with all season tires on it, I guess. That's pretty dumb. That's yeah. really that's really dumb. I, I did tell you not to send it. For when the record, you, when let I it show. Spaz I, was at the hot pit entrance. He said, don't send it. And three and a half laps later, I had sent it. Um, and then the closest I've been to dying in a car, uh, the Z3 got loose in turn two on a slightly damp track. Oh, in that reminds loose, me. Loose in top, turn two was, is not that bad. I know, but I was top down. I was doing like 120 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah I've, I've spun into it about that speed. So. You yeah. know how AW11s... Not, not that bad. That's yeah. the worst thing I got. Do you, not, do you know how <laughs> AW11s uh, are known for having snap over steer? No. That's, yeah, that's, that's, never, that's, that's never been a reputation. So I was taking uh, 35W north to 94 east, allegedly, at a high rate of speed. 75. I'm so proud of him that he's using allegedly all the time. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> that, it, that, that speed may or may not have been like 75 miles it's an hour. It's a, it's a 25 mile an hour turn. Um, that's an advisory yeah. posting. Anyway, I, the, the car kind of got a little squirrely, and there's a semi-truck in like the, in, the inside lane. I was on the outside one. Mm-hmm. Vice versa, because they were turning right. Yeah. Um, back into the car pretty sure went underneath that trailer before i caught it so that would probably be the closest i've been yo dog i saw that in fast and the furious is totally fine it it was it it was like 
maybe in inches from that truck. I calmed down after that. In that car, I sold it. Modi is after. inches from, no, two inches. From but anyway, anything. so I want to talk about uh, interesting engineering now, because this is something. Okay. Spez, I preempted this by telling you that I have the most ridiculous race car ever that I've ever heard of, like made after World War II, and as the Aria Mimia Mazda uh, Shantas and by extension Super Shantas. Uh, it's not. It's post-war. Don't worry. I know, but you said the words World yes. War II. Um, so <laughs> that's almost a originally. So you guys can understand. Same preface this with what a Mazda Shantez is, because nobody knows what that is. Burke, can you throw it up on the screen for people? It is a two-wheel drive, rear-wheel drive um, K car hatchback from Japan from the late 1970s. It is most definitely not fast. It has like 20 horsepower on a good day. <laughs> Government mandated, um, <laughs> of course. Also happened to be Isami Amiyama's um, personal. Isami Amiyama's. I know, right? It happened to be his personal car. Um, and with that car, he built it for highway street racing. That's what a normal one looks like. Yes. Now, Burger, on the uh, screen on your laptop here, you will have a link to JapaneseNostalgiaCar.com. All right, give me a moment. Yes, I see it. That will give you a link to this vehicle. Allow me to open the link and then this transition the video. Absolutely gorgeous. I couldn't wait. I had to pull it up on my phone. Yeah, it's really <laughs> That's cool. That's what she said. So Isumi Yamayama uh, <laughs> took a 12A rotary with a... Which is uh, your Mondial Dilemma engine. Yes, he did. Took a Weber 48 carburetor on it, uh, SA22 RX7 brakes and limited slip rear differential and put him into this car. Then turboed it and intercooled it. I have to specify that he intercooled it because that's not something that they normally did no, in the 80s. Ab- um, not at all. ATs. Yeah, basically. With I that. AT, detonation. With that, in 1980, on a road car, he had a 1,000 right. pound car with 260 horsepower. There it is. Yeah, you see it? It's yep. ridiculous it's looking. The, it's on the feed, yeah. Um, is it the wide body one or the narrow body one? The narrow body one is the original one. They're both here. Yeah. So the narrow body one is the original one. Um, he did 150 miles per hour at the Yatabe test circuit in 1980. And in the would, narrow body car? In the narrow body car in 1980. And that was his, he was in the, um, the Midnight Club Street Racing Club, uh, which was. Uh, oh, we talked about that with the Countach. Yeah. So yeah. he was in that crew with the Countach guys and everything. And But that was just mm. the most ridiculous race car. Of all time. That is a bold claim. Street-worthy race car. Okay. Um, have you, can you think of a it's, more ridiculous? It's ridic- up there. It's, it's, it's definitely be up, up there. there. It's got to be up there. Cause that's it's pretty ridiculous, I grant. But there, the more I go on in my life, the more I realize like the amount of crap that's built that we don't see ever. That is true. Out there. That like, we know of. That I know of. That's the most ridiculous so car I've potato seen. shit just hiding in barns everywhere in the, oh, like, yeah. the Midwest. I'm just like, uh, That is very true. People have done really, really dumb stuff that's actually amazing really and then hidden it away stuff. from the world. That's very true. So when I build my E36 flathead Ford twin turbo, <laughs> I should leave it in a barn? <laughs> yes, leave it in a barn. But I want to make people hurt at car shows. You, you, yeah, you should no, you also should probably the leave the, uh, the element in the barn, too. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, that's going up to Brainerd. That's Any, going to Power Cruise. Anyway, um, Isumi Akiyama. That would be so great at Power Cruise. He's sleeping it, too. I, Isumi Akiyama, <laughs> in 2016, rebuilt the car. Like there, I think it was actually the original chassis. But he rebuilt it with a 13B 
uh, that no. was built with, I'm not sure how much power, but... Enough to blow the Apex seals. <laughs> all right? <laughs> it was... Uh, he wide-bodied it and did, like, all modern performance stuff for RX-7 mm. on a car weighed 1,000 pounds. So there you go. That is our interesting engineering. It is not a factory thing. I'm going to pull up a couple It is just, just a really cool-looking car. I want to show people this. That is a Subaru Sandbar. So I saw awesome. this at Cars and Coffee today. I only take pictures of the really weird stuff now. Yeah, it's all, it's, it's all it matters. This thing is CVT. Yes, it is. So bad. But this was a manual. Huh? Yeah, Jana wants that car super bad. Yeah. Hello Kitty Actually, themed. Jana and I. 165 45R15s. When this car first got imported, uh, Jana and I were very close to buying it. We were uh, negotiating with the person that had imported it, and somebody bought it for 500 bucks more than what our asset Damn price it. was. Now, when, when it came through customs, did it look like that, or has that been done since? It, when it came into the country, it was different. Okay. Uh, because it was, it was originally, I think, like some like weird like goldish beige, and it had one mismatched fender on it. And so he had to repaint it, so he just did a full Hello Kitty. That's just incredible. Uh, and an XLR, because you don't see them. Oh, God, no. Uh, it's it's a worse, more expensive Corvette, but it has a retractable hardtop. Does that say hard it's top. a North Star in it? They're supercharged North Stars. Yeah. They they, they, they managed, GM managed mm. to take their flagship car and ruin it. Yeah, they did. I still, I don't want a C5, and I do want an XLR, though. I would love an XLR. I don't want either. All I want is a C4. <laughs> That'd be fine, but like I wanted, I want an XLR and do dumb shit with it. Like, hey, so what, what is it. your one weird American car or Mer GM product that's rear-wheel drive that's relatively new that you want? That is a good question. Like is a it a WS CTSV wagon six-speed? Is it a WS6 Trans Am? No. Is it a Hennessy twin turbo Escalade? What's your What's your digs? Because everybody has like once. It seems like everybody's got one weird. American car is just stupid. Yeah. You got to have something that's American that you're kind of like, eh, that's interesting. Chevy SS? Nothing? Yeah, I, 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 I Trailblazer SS? Trail, Trailblazer SS would be, would be the way I would but have to go. the 4065 is so terrible. Trailblazer SS. You can put a different trans in uh, it. You really can't. I mean, you can if you make Tra it rear-wheel drive. Trailblazer SS. Fine. All right, it's 4 then. <laughs> Trailblazer <laughs> SS with a Saab 97X aero body. No, no, I would just a, not, a Saab 97X rear-wheel drive. With aero. It has trans. to be the aero. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Yes. Okay, fine. That's bad. On, on that bombshell. All right. <laughs> I think I'm, we should end I'm going to hit in stop streaming because I don't know what the hell that's doing. And then, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Spaz, thanks for coming down. It was good to have you in. Thanks for talking to us. Not a problem at all. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good, absolutely. Good luck with replacing all of the gears. Hey, in your hey, e you give him a Oh, shoot. Yeah, you did stickers. I, I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm doing stickers. it. It's done. I like stickers. Yeah. You want an sticker. sticker too? You can have one of those. I only okay. want that. All right. <laughs> well, we were just live on Oval Bore, so. Yay. All right. We'll Oval Bore pays for this damn show. Fine. All right. On that bombshell, <laughs> I'll see you guys Talk on Wednesday. <laughs>